But one thing I want to talk about was when you were saying um, how we, me and Tim are both quite self-reflective. Um, this is this has been. I mean, Tim. I don't know if he looks back at his nineteen hundred live streams. I don't think he does anymore. But uh, the the reason I do the free live streams on on YouTube, or the reason I live stream it, believe it or not, I just wanted to say it, I'll live stream on YouTube not to help. It's to help other people, and and it's because it's fun to interact. But also, as soon as that live stream is finished, I'll record like nine thirty or ten thirty. As soon as that's finished, I'll sit and watch it back. And think what was and I, and Excel. All I'm doing is a live narration of what thoughts are going on in my head. I just sit and watch it back. I think was I thinking accurately there? Was I making the right decision there? Oh, was I, I get over emotional there? You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street Coach and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Steven Johnson from the Steady Trade Podcast. We have an exclusive offer for you users who want to learn and get better. It's called the Oracle Daily Alert, and basically it's an email. It hits your inbox about... 10 a.m. every day and it gives an indication of the hottest stocks of that day and the recommended entry and exit points for them so click the link and check it out welcome back to the steady trade podcast um we've got kim and steven back we've got the whole team together here for what we're going to talk about today is uh you know it's, it's the new year we're recording this uh you know it'll come out a few weeks later typically but you know, we're recording just after the first of the year. And, uh, you know, we just kind of want to talk about really what our goals are, what are maybe even some predictions. I've got some predictions myself. I want to rib Steven on some of his predictions. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and I think it would be fun. Basically what I'm, what we're trying to do here is I, you know, I, I, it will be one of our goals to also kind of maybe I would love to have an episode say late December this year of, of 2020 and it might be fun maybe 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 we'll get a bunch of stuff right maybe we'll get a colossally fail on a bunch of predictions but uh it's a new year we figured this would be kind of something to come back with so welcome back kim welcome back steven got the whole got the got the whole got the band back together as, as the band back together. yeah if we were a band i don't know who would play each instrument that's the that's the irony of it i was a lead no singer. I, I was a lead singer in a band I, I you're, you're like the angry drummer you'd be the drummer <laughs> he'd be the angry drummer <laughs> i'd be like jim morrison getting naked on stage <laughs> <laughs> You burn your drum set to the ground. <laughs> how, how are you guys? How are you guys? It's been some time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I, I kind of maybe, maybe start out with, with you, Stephen, you know, what are, uh, what are your big goals for this year? I mean, I know you've, your, your trading has been going well again. Um, oh, it's super, you know, super good. Super yeah. I know good. you've been busy. Um, obviously at work again. You know, what, what do you, what are you thinking for 2020? What are, what are your big goals? Nah, but I mean, I um, you, sometimes trading is just about having some confidence and some self belief, and and it's it's like NFL or soccer. If a, a confident player is, it can be a very good player, and an underconfident player can uh, make a lot of mistakes and have poor judgment and and let that like cloud them around decision making. Making, but um, when I when I when I look back at last year, I've only traded with Trade Zero last year, and I printed my account summary and saw that I was net profit for a couple, like couple of thousand, like maybe just under. Um, and I, and I, it just gives us so much confidence to think I can do this. And, uh, and I, I was up like 7,000 in the last six months or something. I thought, wow, I can really do this. And that's trading off a $600 account. And so I've started, so last, last year just give us the confidence to think, wow, I can do this and I can cut the losses if I put my mind to it. And, and this year it's all about, uh, just one thing. One, me, me phrase of 2020 is you are trading, uh, to build discipline and you're trading the practice discipline. And not to make profits. 2020 is all about building the muscle of discipline, like like an, like a, a weightlifter would, and uh, and that's all I'm focused on in 2020. 
Yeah, I think you know. Not profits, it, just discipline. And, and I and I love that mindset, and I've I've complimented you many times about your long you know your long mindset of of approaching trading. And I just you know again, it's like it, it just drives me nuts that that people you know think that that they can accomplish this in a week or a month or whatever. And it's just it's so much refining, and it's so much you against yeah. you. I mean, I mean, listen, yeah. you could probably learn the mechanics of trading. I mean, if you locked yourself in a Send room, this. you can learn it in a month or something. But then it's you against you, and 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 that is a battle you're never gonna win. I mean, I mean, it's like it's like that that you gotta you gotta do it every day, whether it's your your fitness, your trading, your business, your whatever you're working on. It never ends, and and I love your attitude in that. No, and, and and it's taken years to shape that mindset because at one point I'd be like, I'm down in this position. I'm just going to go to the bar, have a pint, walk home, not look at my phone and hope that it turns out okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it sounds ridiculous, but there's millions of people out there who do oh, the same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just don't I, admit it. Number one, I will, <laughs> I, I, I so much appreciate your, your honesty in admitting that because man, I know, like you said, I mean, so many newer traders are like, what am I going to do? And they just, they just walk away and hope for the best. And, and, no, and, and that's they the would worst probably ne- never admit it. <laughs> no, but I just want to say two more things. And then I want to hear from Kim because Kim's going on to some, I want to hear from you and how you did last year and what your plans are for this year, how you'll refine it. But Kim's got a big announcement about what she's doing in the future. But the only things I want to say about me are one, Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And two, you're only right until you're wrong. And I, I can think of two trades. I've only made four trades this year in, in the last six days, maybe yeah. five or five max. But what I would say is if I was trading for profits, I'd be up more this year than I'm up like 550. I'd be up more, mm-hmm. but I'm trading for discipline. And I know if I, if I did trade for profits, like I might make money now, but I would lose a hell of a lot more later. So, so I've been trading safely, making less money, but I'll make more over the year. Do you know what I mean? Yep. That's true. And because. Well, it's, it's, it's a standard. You're only right until you're wrong. You know, it's to use the corny analogy. It's like, it's like the tortoise and the hare. You know, it's like you're just, you're just trying to be that tortoise plugging away which is again that's my style as well and just looking looking to just plug away for a year it's not about huge swings up or down you know no and like it's it's not it's not i'm gonna miss this trade i better short i better make some money today i better make max i better hit me target today it's not about a daily target it's about a yearly target and three red months can be there do you know what i mean but how was your year tim just quickly like are you, are you swinging red months ever are you like, I'm um, yeah, steady, I mean, 12 I mean, green months? No, no. I mean, I, I do. Obviously, I do have, you know, an occasion, you know, several red months. But, you know, again, I still just keep plugging away at the normal numbers that I hit. I don't trade a ton anymore. I mean, my focus, you know, is kind of like you. I mean, it's like I've got – I'm extremely busy with the Stocks to Trade Pro Mentorship Program. I mean, I'm doing – you know, I've, I've talked about it in the past. I've done 1,900 webinars in four years. Some days, a day like – Monday did four webinars in one day, plus a YouTube live, plus an Instagram live. So, I mean, that's really my focus now, but yeah, I mean, again, still have the red months here and there, but they're not bad. And you just keep grinding away and grinding away. And I've been doing that for 14 years now. And it, and once you get to that point where, you know, especially in the beginning, you have those bad days, more bad days than you want, you just get sick of it. And then you realize that, listen, if I repeat this stuff that works, focus on yeah. that, then I can accomplish my goals. And no, I didn't make $20 million trading last year, but that's not the kind of risk strategy I want to take. I mean, that's not what I'm trying to do. So. No, and and we'll, we'll get on to Kim, but I just want to say one thing, like red months are normal in trading. Like, oh, I, yeah. believe. like yeah. I saw duck statements. I saw, I know like, uh, like maybe Tim Sykes doesn't have red months. I don't know. He's, he does pretty good, but but like 99.9% of traders, I think we'll, you're going to have some red months and a yep. month's a long time. So, but it's the mental discipline and oh, not yeah. make Especially the red month a huge red month. <laughs> in that month, it feels yeah. like an when eternity. You, yeah. <laughs> but it's mental strength, right? It's Goggin, it's Goggin strength. Yep. But, uh, but we have, uh, Kim, Kim on curtain and, and she is about to be the newest, uh, She's the teacher and psychologist of Wall Street, but now she's about to dip her toes literally 
into, into Wall Street, but not not the high end Wall Street, the the pennies, the pennies of Wall Street, into the disgusting <laughs> gutter of 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 penny stocks. <laughs> I mean, I feel excited, but still trepidatious. But I feel, you know, we have our book club, and I know we're going to talk in the next episode about trading in the zone. But that's so far my favorite book in our book club because oh, nice. I feel there's so much in that book that I have read before in my quest for consciousness, in my quest for uh, spiritual kind of enlightenment, if you will. And all the spiritual teachers I've worked with and all the kind of, you know, coaching books I've been drawn to, it, it feels like I could take the word trading out of that book and put life in its place. And it's everything I've been studying for, you know, this journey of 13 years of being a coach and being a coach who does work on themselves. Like I think the best coaches are the coaches who keep practicing what they preach and do their own work and look at their own places uh, where they are unable to, you know, be with hard stuff. So I feel so much like, I guess I feel excited and kind of curious how I'm going to do because I have been practicing the philosophy that someone like trading in the zone, what, what is his name again? Doug, is it Douglas? Mark Douglas. Yeah. Mark Douglas. So everything that Mark Douglas is saying in that book, I have been hearing and listening and trying to practice in my own life with regards to everything outside of trading. So how interesting will it be for me to go into trading with that mindset but coming from a different perspective so you know i'm excited so so two points i have is is yeah i mean that well actually three points first one is i mean that's something i talk about in the pro mentorship program all the time i mean this is this is a skill this is a it is a journey you know it's like no one you know goes from an electrician to wiring, you know a high-rise building i mean you you become a you know you you're you're mentored by someone then you're, then you, then you work underneath someone for several years, then you get your, you know, your journeyman's card and then you go out on your own. And I think that there's, you know, engineering, you know, lawyers, doctors, all of this stuff, there's this set process where day trading, they give you a laptop and a couple hundred bucks and they're like, here you go. You know, you know, E-Trade won't stop you. You know, if if you can fund your account, they don't care. So, Number one, that's, that's, that's what I love about your approach and and your thought process. And then the second thing I want to touch on is you mentioned the coaching coach of coaches having a coach. And that's what I, I, you know, many of you know, Stephen and I have both been working with Kim and um, I've seen some interesting changes in myself by having, even though I'm basically a professional coach already by having a coach on top of that. So if you're into trading or you're into anything and you're listening to this podcast, don't discount the value of, of constant improvement and, and having that coach. If you're a small, small business owner or whatever, I mean, take advantage of that stuff. I think it's hard to be neutral yeah. when looking at yourself. And I think part, you know, part of what I'm learning from you and from Steven is that both of you are self-reflective. And that is part of what I think does, uh, you know, keep you got, it, it sets you apart from, and that's part of what I'm learning with all the books I'm reading that you guys, you know, are suggesting to me and the watching you both, you know, and I had a private session with Stephen recently, like you guys are paying attention, not just to the trades and the fundamentals of the market, but you both are paying attention to yourself, you know, just as Stephen opened this uh podcast he's talking about it's about the discipline it's about his own discipline you know so I feel like you guys are both talking about the concept of being self-aware and that the more self-aware you both become the better you see your trades so I think I think the concept of I'm not saying I'm perfectly self-aware but I've certainly spent so much of my life trying to be self-aware I still get triggered but at least I understand usually what has triggered me so if i'm if i bring that in to the mix of both of what you guys are teaching me then i kind of feel i feel excited that i'm going to be able to at least go in there and and be uh as close to neutral as possible and i know i'm not going to be 
completely neutral, but at least I'll know, oh, you know what? I'm not neutral now. That means I better get myself out. And that, and that was the third point that I'll, I'll give it back to Stephen, you know, that, that this is what I'm so curious about is this little, our, our laboratory project for, for lack of a better term with Kim here is a lab prep. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I, I almost got to believe this might be a first in that we've, you know, Stephen and I are going to teach Kim the mechanics of trading where she's already been studying the emotions for, for years and yeah. the ego and yeah. all these and the discipline where I got to believe that 99.9999% of anyone else has always taken the same path Stephen and I did where, yeah. and everybody, I think everybody, they get into trading because they see the money, et cetera. They buy the books. They, they, they watch the DVDs. They learn the charts. They learn the technicals. Then they have learned the emotional and discipline stuff just by fucking getting their head kicked in the head for five years. You know, so, saying so, I need to get a book. <laughs> so, so I'm, I, I'm very intrigued by this project for 2020 because it's almost like I, I just don't know anybody that again has approached the emotional side before the technical side. So hopefully Stephen and I don't ruin you, but as I'm reading this book specifically trading the zone, like what keeps coming to me are so many of like the teachers that I've had, like there's one particular spiritual teacher of mine, his name is Joseph Faldo. And he has repeat, there's one particular line. I know we're not doing the book now, but I just, this is my favorite, favorite line in the whole book where he says that everything, everything, uh, your trade, your trades, what is, I just have to get this phrase. Um, basically everything you're experiencing in your trade is a reflection of you. Oh yeah. Not- <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yes. Right. Yes, of and course. so, and, and Joseph has taught me repeatedly that everything in my life is a reflection of me. So I have, so I have been coming from this place, reading this book, thinking I almost want to reach out to all the teachers or coaches or people I've worked with who have this mastered around life, around how to be neutral about taking a hundred percent responsibility for everything. And I want to say to them, you guys could be unbelievable traders. Like, do you even know that if you take this philosophy you're living your life with into trading, you're going to kill it. That's what I want to say to all of them. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited. Ah, but I, I, I would say if, if you embrace the philosophy, like the way I see it is like the way trades manifest themselves, it is a personal reflection as you and your identity. Like a hundred percent, that's a hundred percent correct. So if you're a more reckless person, you'll be a more reckless trader. If you're a more cautious person, you'll be a more cautious trader. Generally, what happens is cautious people get tired of being on the sidelines and they start taking risks. Reckless people get sick of uh, losing money and doing stupid things, and they become more cautious. <laughs> so whichever <laughs> well way you are, the, well the market, yeah, <laughs> whichever way you are. It, so it, it doesn't matter if you're imperfect in any kind of way. It doesn't matter if you're too cautious. It doesn't matter if you're too reckless. Ultimately, the market will correct your personality and behavior and change you into the person that you need to be to profit. Just if like you stay life. in the game long enough. Just like life. Just like in life, yeah, you make mistakes, you mess up, and uh, you learn how to behave in a different way. Um, but, but, uh, it was just, that it was interesting. That, that, was, that was pretty but, profound right there. I actually, it is. I am profound. I am uh, profound. Did, did, did you, did that, did that come <laughs> to you? Did that come to you it, at the, at the Hooters in Thailand or not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just came to me when, I mean, look, Kim, Kim made a statement that we both know as traders. Uh, the, the fact that the trades that you make are manifestations of the person you are, it, it, it is a very literal, um, automatic assumption for someone who's been trading two or three years. You just know that already. Like, of course. Um, but it, but it just made me, it triggered me to the next stage. But, but one thing I want to talk about was when you were saying, um, when you're talking about how we, me and Tim are both quite self-reflective. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, this has been, I mean, Tim, I don't know if he looks back at his nine, 1900 live streams. I don't think he does anymore, <laughs> but, uh, there, the reason I do the free live streams on, on YouTube or the reason I live stream it, believe it or not, I just wanted to say I'll live stream on YouTube, not to help. It's to help other people. And, and it's cause it's fun to interact. But also as soon as that live stream is finished, I'll record like nine thirty or 10 30. As soon as that's finished, I'll sit and watch it back. 
and think what was and I, and Excel, all I'm doing is a live narration of what thoughts are going on in my head. I just sit and watch it back. Think, was I thinking accurately there? Was I making the right decision there? Oh, I, was I, I getting over emotional there? That's a great tool that uh, I've heard many people actually will do. Is you know, if you have the time, I think you know. Listen, I think you know. Max, Max NPCs. I think they come with the software built in now. Great tip out there if you're if you're a, 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 a you know if you're struggling with discipline, if you're struggling with sticking to your plan, sticking to your stops. Just you know, you don't have to put it on the internet. Just record yeah. it, and it's like a diary. It's a like diary. a like a, exactly like a like a, a verbal diary, and then again, if if you you know and, and speak your thoughts, and then if you again if you let that stop run, watch that back, and you'll hear in your own voice saying stop out, stop out, stop out, and you don't you know that's different but, but yeah. than you know the the being able to watch yourself in a crisis is different than recording it because you're going to see things different. When you watch yourself, hopefully in that moment, you're going to watch yourself as neutrally as possible, you know, and not make yourself wrong for the places where you see, oh, look at how I was influenced by this. But I, I think that's going to be a very profound experience. I'm curious to see what what happens by you watching yourself. That'll be. No, but I mean, then I, you I, will, I, I, when, when you do that, you will truly know when the chickens come home to roost. So. Ah, and and you will truly know I'm no, getting no, arrogant. Wait, was I hearing I things? Or was, is there is there a rooster in the background? I think there was a rooster in the back. I don't know. I think you're you're messing around with stuff. Yeah. So so that so that was the universe underlining what you just said. <laughs> but but I think it's important that uh, if you're getting arrogant or if you're underconfident, when you self watch it back, or if you make a big loss, if you make a loss, then normally you won't learn till the second or third or fourth time you make the same mistake in a row but if you watch it back then it should like half in the amount of times you make the mistake because you've seen it the second time but um kim what's going on with you you're you're a trader now or what no what's going on yeah but i'm preparing uh, ha- to become a, I'm, I'm have you made a trade one. i've watched have you, ha- one. I, i'm not ready to trade yet i got i got you haven't made a trade oh it's just the cautious one <laughs> Well, well, see, you know, you know, you keep trying to get her to short a low float, and I keep trying to get her, <laughs> trying to get her to paper trade. So, 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 hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we can come together here. Now, you, 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 so, so, yeah, Stephen, um, Kim, and I, you know, we did a couple episodes, you know, over the holidays while you were busy, and you know, and we we got an update from her, and you know, what, what my goals are to get her here pretty quick, you know, when, when she's comfortable, get her paper trading here soon. Um, and uh and and I will try and do anything I can to keep you from getting her to short a day one low float. I I, I told makes, I makes gave money, an analogy. Makes money. Of, makes we, money. We, we, I, yeah, but come on, she's totally. Did new. you see? I, I know, but did you see MTL today? Was it MT, MTL? MTP. 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 That morning you, you, show was beautiful. You can't even remember the stock you shorted an hour ago? <laughs> I can't remember one of the three letters of it. But did you see? I've never heard of. I've never heard of MTP before today. But did you, it was a good short. It was. A, I'm not sure where it is now, but it was a good, good short. You you saw the big red, big red candles on. Yeah, there. and it was crappy. You know, again, crappy biotech. No history of holding spikes, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't particularly low float. Um, that was twenty five mil. But what do you yeah. think of Pixie? That was a, that Pixie was a mad one today. Could you? Would you have took Pixie long or short? I it, did it's too risky. because it was so weird. Because yeah, yeah, you know, it it was so so. Just a quick recap on PIXY. I mean, I was kind of baffled by. I mean, you know, it's a yeah. recent IPO. It had gotten yeah. destroyed for a year. Then yep. they do a reverse split like a month yep. ago. And then yep. today they do some weird recapitalization <laughs> and it yep. gaps it's up a, 50%. Yep. So yep. I stayed away on both sides just because yep. I was simply like, Dude. what the fuck is this thing? So <laughs> now, nah, but now, nah, but when it like when it dropped and the volume was so high and the float so low after the reverse split, I was like, this, this will, it might not squeeze to highs, but it'll squeeze like this, this, there's a good chance it's not going down and down and down. And it squeezed in the end as well. Yeah, I don't know where yeah. it's at now, but that was a weird, that's the weirdest stock of 2020. That was weird. I Agreed. found it so weird as well. And, and, and that and is unpredictable as shit. There's a tip I will, I will give, you know, you know, uh, to the newer trader. And, and, you know, again, I know I'm this 14 year veteran now. And I, you know, I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of stuff. I've, I'm, you know, I've, I've got the, I've got the thousand yards stare from all, everything I've seen. 
But the tip is, if you look at something like Pixie, and I mean, again, I was like, what is going on? Why is this thing doing what it's doing? Don't be afraid to just step away. And and that that was my notes in Stocks and Trade Pro this morning. So you stepped away, and, and Stephen, you didn't step away. No, no, I was well, well, well away from that. I was well away, yeah. I was like, I was like, what the hell is going on with that stock? Wow. I mean, that's not long. That's not short. That's nothing. It's yeah. playing wow. with fire. That's all that is. That's good. That's good to know. Okay. That's oh, good you... cause, cause I think I see the both of you have your own styles. So it's interesting. This is the first time. Am I right? This is the first time I've ever heard you both on the same page with. No, we. We agree on nearly everything. We agree on nearly everything, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. We you, agree you on know, nearly and, everything. And when we, you know, and, and longtime listeners will know about our, you know, joking about shorting low floats. You know, my biggest thing is, and, and going back to like what I said before, I mean, it is not a newbie technique. And, and, and that's what no. always concerns me is, is, and, and Stephen knows this, you know, so many I agree. people that are like one week in, are trying to short some 500% runner and they have no idea the potential downside. They have no idea the <laughs> risk. They don't that know. How to... you. You <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You want me to fail? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying, tell me your trades in advance and I will warn you or I will encourage you based on, and then I'll educate you based okay. on each trade by trade experience. I'm not saying okay. just short random. <laughs> but Tim, remember when I used to short anything that was up? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So <laughs> they were the days. <laughs> yep. Didn't but, but, didn't I, I don't even know if you knew what the float was back then. I don't you know. So I, I don't I even know. I, if, I don't even care. know if you looked at a at a. I, I don't even know if you looked at like a multi-week or multi-month chart back then. You just no, but, but, you just saw but it gapping up and were like, I'm going to short it. <laughs> I mean, it's sad to admit, but honestly, I used to short first. And then when it went wrong, I would check the float. Like, and, and I would. <laughs> it's so bad. But like now I'm so much more cautious. Ah, but I was just, I just thought I had my strategy and it worked, but I'm so much more cautious now. But, uh, but Kim, like, so what have you, what have you learned this year? And, and, what is it? What steps do you need to make to get to take a trade? And where do you think you're going to be at the end of the year? Ugh, three, three barrel question. Hard to pick the future, predict the future. What I've learned this year is that uh, I think because when I've done the coaching with traders over the years, I I think now there's pieces that I'm putting together around, okay, now me being a trader. I don't think I ever saw myself as a trader. Um, but I think now the more I've read these books, watched obviously the podcast, the season to you early back in the day when you first came on, I can hear that there's, there's something here that like, of course, this is almost inevitable that I would trade. And I, and I'm kind of like, loving the fact that it's magically happened uh this this 2019 i mean brought me to you guys you guys had me on god what is it six months ago mm -hmm. and um you know this this has been a huge opportunity to get to be a part of you guys i like you both personally i respect you both professionally i think you both have a lot to teach me uh i'm really wide open to learn whatever i can from both of you so I'm, I'm reading the books, I'm watching the videos, I'm listening to the podcast, and I think I, you know, I am someone who does take a little bit of time to absorb things and walk around things a couple of times, like look at it in the morning, look at it at night, the mountain, what it looks like from different parts of the kind of plane. So, so I probably need to do that, but I probably will be more cautious about when I jump in. But I did try to set myself up. I did do that session with you, Stephen, looking at like where I need to go uh, to potentially trade. But yeah, so my prediction is that I will, uh, I don't know, let's see, maybe, how about I say, just to be on the conservative side in eight months or so. I'll, I'll take a trade. That I is like ridiculous. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I hope you. Steven, I hope that's Steven a joke. You to, Steven wants you to go in eight days. And... <laughs> I hope that's a. I hope that's a joke. I hope. I hope that's. I hope this is you've been framed and I'm being set up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's a joke. I hope you're joking. Oh, but you want me to use my own money and you want me to go in in like eight eight days, right? But uh, 
Yeah, there's a rooster there. This is Tim Bourne playing some game. How much time do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, good question. So, Stephen, how? So, so we're basic. She's only a few weeks, really, a few weeks into this, where we kind of decided we're going to teach Kim trading. So she's only a few weeks in. It's been the holidays. Everybody's busy. What's what what what's your opinion? Should be should she be trading something this afternoon, or, or what do you think? I'd say just just go along the top 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 performer top of the scan. No, no, I would say um, I would what I, my advice to you would be, and uh, the way I learned, and uh, like I'm I'm not saying I'm like, I'm kind of profitable these days. Like last year, I'm like I'm I'm proud. It's a self realization that I'm finally there. But um, being a profitable trader, my advice to you would be. I don't know what your schedule's like. I don't know what your time's like, but I would dedicate, if you can, four to five hours of uh, watching videos, DVDs, and studying. Yeah. And then when the market opens or when the market in the afternoon, whatever best suits your schedule, I'd spend at least uh, w- like one or two hours watching the market. And I would pick one trade and I would write a trade plan. And then I would look at it at the end of the day and I would say, why did that work or not work? And then maybe get Maynard Tim's feedback and get a second perspective on it. And it's okay to lose five or ten dollars each way because it makes it a bit more real. And and you can up the ante or down the ante with commitment, depending on your personal schedule. It can be less or more, but do you know I what I mean? I think I need some real basics, like even the date you and I went into the into the system. Scans. I didn't I didn't even know what I was looking at. So like I don't even know how to write a trade plan yet. So but 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 yet Stephen still wants you to trade this afternoon. But but I would I would but and that, that yes. went right over his head. He didn't even he didn't even he's like yeah whatever. Yes no I hate it I hate it I hate it. But 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 then I but then I would say if you're not ready okay so I'd say if you're not ready to trade spend all of February watching uh, stocks to trade pro and videos. Yep. And then and and it's so it's so difficult because like I remember it took me maybe a year to even realize that I needed to trade a specific setup. It took maybe a year to think, oh my God, first red day setup. Oh my God, gap and crap setup. Or like, oh my God, first green day. Or, oh my God, penny stock and framework. Took about a year. So like maybe I'm thinking it's easier than it is and it's not because you're a very clever woman, Kim. So I'm thinking it's easier because I'm a little bit retarded a little well, bit. Well, I would say this. That I, was, I, was, I was letting you speak your piece. <laughs> Kim, I think we can do way better than eight months. Um, okay. I, th- I think with Steven and I and with the podcast and, you know, him and I have all, you know, all these resources we can give you. Again, I'm going to give yeah. you the best of Stocks to Trade Pro. I think a couple months we can, we can get the rubber meat in the road. So, so yeah. I think it's a good compromise. Like Steven said, spend all the next month, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I want, yeah, at some point, yeah. And, and we can do it with paper trading too, because remember, if you if you blow up paper trading, big deal. Nah, it's got to be real. Double click. I'm, I'm a bit of a per- perfectionist. Yeah, you know that, and that can be that's that can fine. be a problem. That can be a problem. Remember, my thing is I like to do things right. I like to do things perfect. I like to have you know the Tiffany blue box with the white bow on top. And if I don't get that, I'm like disappointed in myself. So of course. How can I not want to do this right too? So I'm like, okay, I have to plan, I have to practice after this before I jump in, you know. And you know, so I'm bumping into my own stuff already. But you've got to put the hours in, though, yeah. I mean, you've got to, you've got to put the hours in. That's the thing, uh, and it's and a lot of it's self learning. And, and again, um, you know, many of uh, you know the listeners probably know. I mean, Kim has a career. I mean, she's not retired. So, so obviously, again, the, the listeners, many of you are probably busy as well. And uh, one of the great things about trading is the market's always there, you know? So, so, you know, that, that, that is an issue because she has a very busy professional career. She's got a life, you know, et cetera too. So, which most, I'm sure every listener does as well, but. Yep. Yep. But I, but I am, you know, I have listened to all of season one, which is your first homework assignment, Tim. And then, uh, reading these books for the book club, you know, I feel like that's exposing me to things. And then I'm going to watch, uh, you, you said you were going to give me some of the best of your yep. conversations. And then Stephen, maybe you'd be open to that too. 
I'm sorry. All the chickens are outside my window today. Ah, you, I thought Tim was making a noise on the computer. No. no, no <laughs> oh, no, my God. No chickens and roosters outside my window. Because Hawaii, if you know anything about Hawaii, it's just filled with chickens and roosters. And I literally two weeks ago, there was actually a chicken crossing the road during like peak traffic. And I was like, why did the chicken? <laughs> Like every yeah, car, yeah. like really wanting to kind of run them over, but it's Hawaii, so you're like, just be chill. But it was really hilarious. So those are real chickens. Yeah. So Stephen, would you send where? Would you point me to your best of like? Because well, I don't really have any best. I'm pretty disappointed. Oh, but I think you, we, what, we talked before the podcast. She, she, so what's great? I'd say watch the live streams. Exactly, and and to the listeners out there. Um, Steven has started his live streaming, um, you know, every day he can, um, what's your Twitter handle again, Steven? Uh, J junk 87, G O N K 87. So, so follow Steven on Twitter and, and he's going to start, he's been live streaming. So yeah, Kim, that's all I was going to say. The best of Steven would be just to watch him live tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Cause the and, nice uh, thing it, is, you know, what he's doing is very similar to like what I do in pro. You see his screen. Okay. Yeah. You see the chart. He's pointing at things, explaining things. So I think that's a great way to to learn from Stephen as well. So. Yeah, and and the other thing is I'm, I'm nowhere near as good as Tim Bourne is. But um, if I make a loss, I'll, I'll have the courage to say, yeah, I think I messed up here. Mm-hmm. And if it's a profitable trade, I'll equally on the same side of things saying that worked. But I, I don't think I'd do it again. I think it's a lapse in discipline, and I got away with it. So so there's the courage in retrospect to be honest in it, and yeah. and that's what I like about it. Cool. Okay. But uh, uh, so mission get Kim profitable this year, right? Yep, yep. That's, that's and then and then next year if we get Kim profitable, it's mission get it stranger profitable. Ah, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Get a total random, but we should do it anyway. We should do it alongside as well. You remember, episodes. remember that's actually let's get Kim first. We we uh, we could always you know you know that's that's the story of the turtle traders you know um which I would that's it's probably a book we should read Michael Cavell, which is also a guest I'd like to have. Yeah. Um, you know, that was, that was the story of the turtle traders. They just took guys off the street and taught them a system. And like, I think 19 out of 20 of them were profitable. Just, and they said, they followed, they were like, these are the rules. Yep. Follow the rules exactly. And all the guys that followed the rules became profitable. Yeah. Wow. But I, I like the idea of like getting someone who, maybe not a total beginner, but someone who's losing and say, all right, in one year, mission, get this person profitable. Because it's not, the paper trading was too many. It was good, but there was like six contestants. There was yeah. a lot of mentoring. But if you just get one person and say, we're going to turn your life around, let's see if we can. I think that would well, be an awesome thing. Let me tell you, if you put that out there, you are going to have a lot of people apply for that position. Everybody well, but, well and the classic, see, see, this is always the, you know, the, the, the crux of it is, and, and I believe, you know, and, and, uh, you can fact check me, the listeners can. Oh, I can't remember. It's for, he's one of the ones from the turtle traders and it bums me out. I'm forgetting his name, but the quote was, he's like, you could put the rules in the phone book of the, you could put these trading <laughs> rules in the phone book. True that. But still, nine out of ten would fail because nine <laughs> out of ten don't follow the fucking rules, you know. So, <laughs> no, but do, do you remember? Do you remember the episode where I laid out the the six criteria to short a low float stock? And I, I literally laid out every criteria. And I'm, I promise you, if you follow every criteria to a T, you will never lose shorting a low float stock. Oh, you'll rarely lose. You'll be profitable. And you said, "Great podcast," but I guarantee no, no one follows the rules, so everyone will lose. And it's true. <laughs> it's exactly the same as what you just said. The success to trading could be put in a public phone book in a library and still everyone would lose. Or, or, or 90% would lose. Just like 90%. 90% would lose. Yep, yep. All right. I have, I have a question. What do you guys, what would be your, what's your prediction for me? And my, do you think I'm going to go? Ab- absolute failure. Or similar to Tim style. Like, so I didn't hear you. What you said. Oh, oh, oh. So I, style or results? What do you, both. Or, what, oh, what's okay. Your okay. Stephen, you want to go first or you want me to? Yeah, I was just messing around, but uh, I was saying absolute failure, but I was just joking. Uh, My prediction for you uh, is that I think you'll come out of the next 12, being brutally honest, I think you'll come out of the first 12. uh, How much study time are you going to put in? This is is something I need to know before I predict for you. 
how much what? How much? How, how much? How many time, hours how, a week you think are you going to dedicate? Oh, I think uh, I think it's safe to say probably three to five. Hours a day or a week? A week. Three to five hours a week. I would say that um, you'll have a basic grasp of trading. You may understand some setups. And you would have took some trades. That that would be that would be that would be my guess. But I'm what do you say, Tim? Be like you though. Do you think I'm going to be like a short, doing short or longs? Uh, in terms of style, I think you yeah. won't know which style suits you yet. You'll not be comfortable with either. Three to five hours a week is is not an. It's not enough. How, how many hours get, is enough? I'd say th- three to five a day at least. To to be profitable in a year, I think is what he's saying. You know, to be profitable, to, okay. to be profitable in a year or, or two, or yep. two. Yep. Just being nine, honest. Nine, so five. as much as it pains me, the the listeners know nothing nothing hurts my soul more than agreeing with Stephen. But I actually I agree with everything you know that he just said. And and listen again, I'm not trying to give you a guilt trip or or anybody out there. The simple fact is, Kim has a very busy professional career. But if if you can only spend three to five hours a week, that's cool. I'm not I'm not I'm not putting that down. But it's going to take years, you know. And 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 just like Stephen said, like when it comes to style, I don't I don't think you. Know, and and again, I'm not giving you a guilt trip. But spending that amount of time over the next you know eleven months, you're probably not even going to know what style works for you gotcha. because of the time commitment. You know, and then that's just reality. It's just reality. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to learn brain surgery on the side, you know, three hours, three hours a week. You know, if I tried to learn brain surgery three hours a week, I would be a brain surgeon in 2050, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So being, being super real, because I think it's important. I'll say, are you a top trading psychologist in one year's time? Yep. I think you've been a top trading psychologist for the last 10 years. Will you know trading in one year based on that study time? I'd say no. But that's fine. That's fine. Yep. But it's okay. <laughs> Be- it's, because it's because I know nothing about trend psychology. <laughs> so <laughs> neither would do. Well, we're so, learning it. We'll we're do. learning it. Steve, we'll Steven, Steven and I both learned it, but but we learned it in the school of hard knocks. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, paid, I paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, me too, brother. Me too. <laughs> um, Those that work with me pay a lot of money for it too. So, (laughs) so like you guys just just see that as like you hired a coach by losing the money you've lost. Life itself, trading itself, was your coach, right? And well, they call it you know they call it they call it market tuition. You know, it's 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 like no matter what path you take, if you're self-taught, if you're if you're learning from other coaches, if you're learning from us everyone pays that market tuition, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just the game, you know, it's, that's, it's, it's, that's, that's the entry fee, right? That's the entry fee to, to be able to make that profit, which is, which is life as well, right? We have to pay an entry fee to uh, kind of navigate this life. All right. So if the three to four hours a week, she's was, already rounded down. It was three to five. I'm thinking, okay, how I'm trying to think, how can I do more than that? Since, you know, I'm also, as much as I like things perfect, I also am somewhat impatient New Yorker at heart. And, you know, I like things to move quickly. So I feel a little unhappy with how long you guys are saying that will take me. So I'm like, can I ratchet it up? So anyway, we'll see. Well, that's that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's ultimately up to you. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, again, I could get somebody to pay me for the three to five hours a day. <laughs> That's <laughs> that how it works, man. Because <laughs> well, I'm making every time it's money right now, right? So if I'm going to take three to five hours out of my business day, not have clients to learn something I'm not getting paid for, you know, I have to I have to think that. Steven, Steven, hey, Steven lived it. You know, Steven went, no. I mean, you went, you went like months with like no social life, right? Yeah, no, it was I don't crazy. Have a life. I, no, no, and I'm not again. I'm just, no. I'm, I'm complimenting Stephen. So <laughs> no, I went, I went, I went. Honestly, I will tell you the truth. I went about eighteen months to two years with. Uh, basically, I worked nine till five, and then I nine till six, and then I studied like seven till one, 
and watch the market and study. And then I used to get up at six to do a couple hours in the morning and I'd be like six till nine. And then I did that for about two years. Um, and I had no friends and everyone was texting us saying, why won't you hang out anymore? But I was, but it, it wasn't because I was like, I don't, I need to change my life because my life was always relatively good and I was always earning money. I was just addicted to the market. I was addicted to making this work. I was addicted to taking on a challenge and achieving it that many people couldn't. And, and now I kind of have, and it's like, I'm pretty satisfied. And there's, there's another 10 years to go of like success and, uh, and I'm excited for it. But, uh, would I do them two years again? Nope. <laughs> but, but I'm glad that I did it. Yep. You know, in the, let, let, let's we'll, we'll move on because I don't want to keep beating up Kim. About yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I mean, but, but again, we're. But we're, did you though? Did you, Tim? I know you. Did oh yeah, it a bit I mean, remember, way. I had little kids. I had a business, and I would. That's that's why I started getting up at four in the morning. I mean, I didn't. It's yeah, not exactly. Like, yeah, I wasn't getting up at four in the morning before trading. For uh, trading is what lit my fire to get up at four in the morning because I was like, man, I wanna study this shit, you know, and. So, I mean, I didn't get to the well, office till three to five till, hours a day. You both have done three to five hours a day. I, I didn't get I was to the office like, till nine o'clock from 4 a.m. Like, to 9 a.m. Yeah, every day. Yeah, so. no, I was doing like eight hours a day. Yeah. I was like round the clock. I didn't, I was cutting out sleep and I was doing every weekend 10 hours. So, again, let's, I, again, we can move on, but I, uh, what we try and do with the podcast is, is be real. Okay. Yes. And, the the simple point is that's fine if you're if you're just as busy as Kim, just have realistic expectations, you know. And yeah. that's one of the you know I, I say it all the time. That's why we call it the Steady Trade Podcast, not the Get Rich Quick Trading Podcast. You know, <laughs> if you can only spend a few hours a week, just know it's going to take you a while, and and that's just the way it is. You know, yeah. there, and but we live long lives now. We live yeah. long lives anyway yep. with medical yeah. advancements. We live a long time, so it's okay. But uh, do you want to um, do you want to close on your predictions? Because I am like I'm showing all of my savings on the SPY, and you're like, oh, it's ripping, it's ripping. So so and let's, let's, um, and I, I nearly didn't go home because of uh, America. So but well, I don't know what we're talking about. That. So so let's let's do that, and we'll we'll, we'll tie this episode up because um, I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun to look back a year from now. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you guys, cause I kind of threw this on, on you last minute. So I'm going to ask you each a couple questions and, and see what your predictions are. Cool. So, so, and we'll go, we'll go round Robin. So, um, so we'll start with Kim's first and then Steven on zoom for me. So the overall markets, you know, the S and P 500, the Dow Jones, where do, I mean, we're, we just hit all time highs again today, January 8th. Where do you think we'll be at the end of the year? You know, your options are, I'm only going to give you three options. Way higher, no. way higher, way lower, or flat. You know, where do we end of the year? Kim. I think I'm going to stay way lower. Ooh, she is a bear at heart. Steven? No, I, I'm, I'm, I can't stick to the criteria but i'd say we'll have a um we'll have okay a fine dip. fine what's what's your what if, if you didn't stick uh, to the criteria what's your call I, I think there'll be a similar dip that we had last year where it looked like a crash but it wasn't and it, it may come towards the early second quarter you may get a dip may june july which looks like a crash but then we'll recover from it and we'll we'll end the year uh, in between slightly higher and way higher than um than than last year but there, there will be a market correction that that looks like a full panic but it won't it won't end up That's okay okay we actually are our thoughts mirror because i say we'll end your <laughs> way higher i i think i think yeah you know the economy is just too good technology is too it's good. insane you know by the way the american economy is insane right now i, I hear my brother he's a professor in a laboratory he he, he, he says he can't he can't uh hire good stuff because no one cares because there's too many jobs available I, my old business, you know, again, I, I, I sold the business six years ago. Uh, hopefully, he won't, <laughs> hopefully he won't mind me saying this. My old <laughs> business partner told me he didn't fire a guy that was drunk on the job because he can't find anybody to replace him. Yeah. I'm hearing it everywhere. I'm hearing it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like the economy is you know, crazy. He would have fired him a million times, but he's like, I can't get anybody to replace him. I'm like, yeah. don't drink on the job anymore. That's all he can do. <laughs> I don't know if it's Trump or what, but it's doing well. Yeah. Well, I I think it's, I think it's technology, you know, and that, that's my neck. I'll go to my next question. I mean, listen, 
you know, I understand the climate's an issue and stuff, but I mean, you look at the advancements in, in technology, the, or I think oil independence is really close. You know, I just think that technology will fix the environment and, you know, that stuff just flows back. And that's why, that's why we continue to boom. And, uh, so that's my next, so, so, so Kim says way lower. I say way higher. What on, on the overall market? No, Steven, I was saying mid, 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 mid to way higher. A little as well. higher. Okay. All right. And then the next one is what do you think? So we've had in the past, we've had crazy marijuana stock runs. We've had cryptocurrency runs. We've had all of these different themes. And again, I'm springing it on you. So, so you don't have to answer if you don't know Kim, but what do you think? So what's the next big theme? What's going to be the next big stock run in 2020? I think it might have to do with AI. Mm-hmm. Good choice. I like it. I'm not sure in what form, but I, I just feel I'm just hearing about it from people that I don't normally hear them talking about AI. So I feel that there might be things that by way of health, I, I think I'll go healthcare being disrupted by AI. Ooh, I like, I like that one. Okay. Steven. as a trend i mean I, I still think ai's got a long way to go in terms of technology before it it um it really like becomes a, a high until companies start making lots of money and it becomes like a booming market I, I can't see ai like booming because i think there's still advancements in technology before it gets there um i don't really have any industry change i mean obviously if any if any sector is going to boom it's probably going to be some sort of green green technology or solar technology. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty much there, and there's heavy investment there. And I know across the the Middle East and the Arab Emirates and Saudi, that everyone's got twenty 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 thirty. No no reliance on oil. Uh, green sector boom. Um, be fully or like be fully independent with green energy. Uh, and I don't know what's happening in America, but I think Europe's following suit. So yeah, great. The green sector will boom. And I'd, I'd put one or two social networks booming out of nowhere as well. TikTok being one of them. If it, if it floats on the, on the, on the, on the stock market, Chinese or American. I tell you, I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to have to put, put out requests for resumes <laughs> for new zany drunken co-hosts. Cause we, all we do is agree anymore. I don't, I don't like this. No, 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 I'm Lennon. I'm Lennon. The, the whole concept was we were, we were supposed to argue all the time and now we just agree all the time. So yeah, um, I'm wise. And I, and I, I totally agree. Uh, I think, I think we, you know, green energy, I'm a huge bull. I mean, I look at the fact that again, most of the listeners, I'm guessing, no, but I mean, Stephen's in the Middle East, you know, the center of oil, and they're all thinking about oil independence. I mean, what else is the rest of the world? Yeah. And, you know, again, whether or not, you know, I, I kind of get a little frustrated with some climate alarmists out there, but the fact is it's out there, it's happening. And I think what's amazing about mankind and amazing about human, you know, constant improvement, you know, the fact that we're always looking to solve problems, always looking to fix things. I think we can fix the environment with technology. And I think because of that, that's going to be the next big trend. I mean, whether it be electric cars or, or, um, you know, solar wind, my, my dad, um, they're actually putting a wind farm in on my dad's farm right now. I, I, uh, it's just the cat's out of the bag. Oil is dead is dead. I mean, oil will always be out there. We're not going to use it anymore. Emissions are going to crater. We'll fix it. Elon Musk is going to save us all. So, and and I just want to, and we're going to live on Mars. So, and and I just, I just want to add that in, in the penny stock market will be majorly disruptive, disrupted by it. And we've already seen it. We've seen mm-hmm. glimpses of it. What, what is the stock that, uh, it made the, the green moving vehicles and then it stopped and it started making W-K-H-S. green drones. Yep. WKHS. Which one? Yeah. WKHS. Workhorse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Workhorse. We've seen glimpses of green technology companies booming, even though the news is completely, I don't know if it's completely fabricated, but it's like kind of, kind of iffy. Yep. So if we literally, if we get legitimate, legit, uh, news, which is kind of reliable, the, the stocks will boom and yeah, it'll just be a massive trend. That's, and this is for you, Kim, or the listeners. See, that's what's great. You know, hope springs eternal in penny stocks. That, that's the great thing. <laughs> so with biotechs, yeah. So, so when you see like, again, like say, 
Tesla comes out with a new vehicle and it's just amazing, you'll see all these little shitty penny stock that are in the electric cars explode. Or let's say GE, you know, the most boring company ever. Say they come out with some amazing solar panel technology. You'll see all these little solar panel companies go wild. So yeah, that, that's what's great about penny stocks. Is and, the, and what did, so. what did you say just now, Stephen, about short that, that penny stocks? Did you say that was going to be disrupted? Or is that what no, would no. I'm saying that the, the, the green energy market will be so disruptive. And by disruptive, I mean it will... It will in a good way. In a good way. The sector will skyrocket. I mean, it's going to disrupt penny stocks, and, and that will be the trend. Okay, gotcha. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the green energy stocks will really rip and run, and then they'll come all the way back down, and then they'll bounce, and then they'll come down. It's a repeat of marijuana. The green energy will be a repeat of marijuana in 2018. Agreed. If it was that year, yeah. 2017. 2017 was the big weed. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Fact, fact checker. Can I, can I, uh, but they, they run every year. I don't know if they really run this year. I can't remember. But is that the last question? Because I want to ask you one final question. Yeah, yeah. But, go ahead. Yep, yep. So, what, what's going on with Tesla? I know you love to hate on it. What's going on with Tesla? Is it ripping or is it all time highs now? I've just oh, yeah, 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 about yeah, it. Yep, yep. Total all time highs exploded. I mean, it's, it's, $200 a share higher than when everyone thought it was going down, you know? So can I, can I get your end of year predictions on where Tesla will be in 2020, please? Ooh. Okay. So we're, at, <laughs> we're, at, we're at like 475 today. It hit like 475 today, which is all time highs. Um, uh, you know, bar, I, they'll probably do a split at some point, but split adjusted. I think it'll be a thousand dollars a share by the end of the year. So, oh wow, that's that's yep. a you you think that's gonna and I will pick 100%? you up in my Tesla Cyber Truck, which Kim hates, by the way. It's but, so ugly. No, it'll you know, so so ugly. So would you re- would you recommend buying dips on that, or you think it's too risky? Uh, well, I mean, I think if you've got a long term mindset, and you know, and the problem is, especially you know, it's a five hundred dollars stock, so you know, you buy ten shares, it's a five thousand dollars position. Yeah. But if you you know, if you're a listener out there and you're you want to get exposed to the market, you can buy a couple shares of, of Tesla. The only bad part is, I mean, again, not make much. two shares is a thousand bucks. You know, so but, and it would Tim, be a long term hold. You know, so but Tim, this can be a two part. But you, you hated on Tesla back in the day. So why are you saying now that it doubled? You, I'm sure what? you, ha- you hated on Tesla. You were like, it's just rubbish, and it's what? over, it's overvalued. I'm no, sure no, no, you no, hated no, on no. Tesla. Find it, find it, find it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I apologize if I misquoted, but I search, thought you search, did. Search my, search my Twitter feed. I've been making. I'm a, I've been an Elon okay. Musk fanboy for. He even thought the car was ugly, just like I did. And then in a couple of episodes, he changes his mind. He's like, I got you know brainwashed. Yep. Gro- yep. Growing on me. I'm like, now that I'm, a, I'm a total fanboy. I, okay. I apologize. If this I apologize. was like Instagram, I'd have little hearts floating off of my head right now. As you but have you guys about- seen the new? Have you seen the new Audi? The new electronic Audi as well. Oh my god! Is it sexy? Car. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it looks it looks like a Batmobile. You feel like a superhero in it. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I'll I'll stop talking. But how you? Like that. I would have thought he would have made like the sexiest kind of modern car or truck. So I'm kind of surprised because he seemed to have that design aesthetic. And I don't. I, it's like unless it's a Mad Max future he's envisioning, and that's that's what that truck looks like. Something out of Mad Max. Well, and I think, you know, who knows, it, you know, it, it probably was, you know, and, and whether you love it or hate it, everyone's talking about it too. So sure. it's, you know, that's kind of a, it's kind of a Steve Jobs type thing too, you know, Steve right. would do stuff and he would just kind of like flip everybody off, you know, and, and I think that's kind of what he did with the truck. He's just like, well, let's see, let's see what happens. If people hate it, we redesign it, you know. So, yeah. would, All right, wait, so uh, Steve, where do you think Tesla's going to be? I wouldn't. I cannot comment. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so good with long-term stocks. Uh, when it's overextended, I short the double tops, and when it's undervalued, I uh, buy the double bottoms. <laughs> and that's that's my uh, knowledge on on stocks. But uh, I will. I will just finish my part of this with a, a funny story with Steve Jobs that you reminded us of. And it was in the. It was on the movie, and it was in the Walter Isaacson book. 
I think he, he spent he, when he left Apple and he started the next company, which was some. Uh, I can't remember the company. It was more of a scientific based company it's, before well, it's, it's you, next, 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 next computer is what it was called. Yeah, they were they were more like scientific yeah. and, and engineering workstations. Yeah, yep. But uh, he, he I spent lost like it after one in 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 middle school. I wanted one so bad, but they oh, were, really? They were like thirteen grand. Yeah. No, but uh, I remember the story of uh, he'd spent like millions of dollars. Oh, don't quote us on the numbers, but like millions of dollars on the design. And uh, one of his staff went up to him and said, "He's like, uh, he's like, all right, this is a this is a cool box, but what's inside?" And Steve Jobs was like, "Oh, there's nothing inside. I've just worked on the design." <laughs> said, so, so, said, so basically, you spent millions of dollars on on building a, a box with nothing inside. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but it's one of the best boxes I've ever seen. <laughs> one of the most beautiful boxes I've ever seen. <laughs> That's how crazy Steve Jobs is. So, but anyway, that, I'm, I'm done. Whatever you guys want to wrap up on. Well, I, I, I think I'll take us out here. So would like to thank Kim and Steven again for another fun episode. Um, to the listeners out there, I always like to remind you, you know, any of these links or references we refer to, books, et cetera, they'll always be linked on steadytrade.com. So head over there. Um, if you're hearing this episode the day it airs um, and you haven't bought Mark Douglas Trading in the Zone, highly recommend it. I love it. Steven loves it. It was actually Steven's pick for the book club. You heard Kim just read it and she was raving about it. So the next episode will be us kind of recapping that and breaking it down. So again, if you're listening to this now, you've still got time to, to order that and read it before the next episode. And uh, would like to thank everyone for listening. And as always, um, oh, oh, what I want you to do, if you're on YouTube, if you're on the webpage, give us your predictions. You know, um, what do you, where do you think the overall market will be? The Dow Jones, the SPY. And what do you think the hottest sector of 2020 will be? So we'd like to thank you again for listening and we'll see you next time.